Behold, behold, behold the pale podcast. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it. My life has value. My life has value. My life has value. Behold the Pale Podcast. And that could mean one thing. All right, folks, welcome on back to another episode of Behold, 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 a Pale Podcast. <laughs> brother Shots and Brother Alexander in the building with Brother Matthew. We're happy to oh, oh. We're happy to be here with y'all. And behold, repair my house. You know, how you boys doing over there? I'm doing good. Sweaty. Sweaty. It's been hot. It's been hot. It's fucking gross. It is gross, dude. It's it feels now. like uh, hell's armpit outside right now. It's only going to get hotter later in this week. <laughs> so when, when things get hot, there's, you know, you want to talk about the Bible code. You know, that's just one of those things. You don't want to talk about popsicles and ice cream. You know, you want to talk about Bible code stuff. You know, now you guys were you guys hip to Bible code stuff before this episode appeared on the docket? This theme, or uh, maybe you're still not too hip to the Bible code. Where do you guys fall with this? Oh, I know absolutely nothing going forward on this. I have like no religious background. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know any specifics on this. I mean, I've heard something about it. I mean, I went to some, uh, you know, uh, uh, Sunday school. I was, I did up. Uh, I was in private school What's... for a, a bit of, of time, but yeah. uh, and I got, uh, I would say, a novice understanding of the Bible. Mm. Um, but I am not surprised that there are codes or things hidden in the Bible for the simple fact that there's a lot of stuff when you're reading the Psalms and all that that has double meanings and also uh and and, and the thing I always find funny about when you talk to the Bible about uh, with people is when you have someone who considers themselves super religious 
And they're like, well, this is the word of God. No, this is the word of people, uh, uh, mostly men, who uh, were interpreting uh, oral histories, writing them down, first in, uh, first in Latin, then, tr- uh, then transferring it into English. So there's a lot of things that have been, you know, lost to time and and certain subtleties that have been lost to time. Yeah. So. Yeah, the Bible code, I mean, roughly the Bible code is kind of like uh, an ancient Hebrew text. You know, they, they kind of, they figured out a code of, I guess, figuring out letters and words and stuff like that. Doing this, it was... Uh, uh, it predicted a few things, you know what I mean? So it's kind of what they're trying to go with is it's almost like either God or a, like a, almost like a Illuminati of its time type deal uh, actually put or, you know, put these codes within the Bible. I mean, the Bible is, is it like the most, is it like the most sold book or something like that? Yeah, I think so. Which makes sense, you know what I mean? They're everywhere. You go, every hotel room has one. Well, I mean, heck, I mean, every every hotel, uh, a lot of shady shit goes down, so they need a Bible there to make yourself feel clean after you do the dirt. After you do the dirty. I believe every room in the Benoit household had a Bible, if I remember correctly. Ooh! Hey! Come on now. Hold your horses. Hold your horses. (laughs) Who was it that originally wrote the Bible? Um, King James, I think, or maybe he revised it. Well, no, King James, the he King James Bible was, uh, I mean, he, he wrote, I mean, I don't know the specifics, but he, he yeah. definitely wasn't the first one that wrote the Bible. He probably uh, took, as I was saying, that, I mean, before the Bible was written, you had many, many, you know, long times where uh, history was only oral history, I think, and things were only um, sporadically written down. Yeah. And then you got someone who's like, well, you know, we should have a book that you know tells the story of Jesus Christ and our beliefs and all that. And then you got a bunch of, you know, guys uh, taking these stories that, you know, my brother heard this from my cousin's former roommate kind of thing. And they wrote it down, and then they revisioned it and and made uh, made their own stamp on it. I mean, for example, one of the lines that most people know from the Bible, which is "The meek shall inherit the earth," yeah. but originally, from some reading I did back in the day, the original uh, line was, "The uh, scholars will inherit the earth." Now you're like, well, why why did it get changed? Simple reason. Why the hell do you want people to be intelligent if you want to rule them? And I mean, if you Only just say, if, if if you say, hey, the meek shall inherit the earth, is like, oh, be easy pushover. Don't question anything. Just show up, and when you die, God will, you know. You know, uh, put that into consideration and in where he puts you, which is bull. I mean, the fact is that um, originally uh, they uh, Jesus wanted to, you know, 
people to question things, to, you know, become intelligent, to become scholars. I mean, that that's one of the big things that Jesus was pushing for. And yeah. after he's dead and you have a bunch of people that decide to, you know, take hold of the Christian religion as their own way of finding power, they manipulated what the uh, the Bible into saying what they wanted it to say. Yeah. Well, I feel you. I feel you. I definitely see where you're coming from on that. Yeah. Um, you talk about scholar stuff, so uh, we're about to get into some scholar stuff. Ooh, I scholar. I did my homework, you know. The Hebrew Bible contains encrypted information that can be revealed by computers employing equidistant letter sequences, the ELS, because the aren't hip to ELS. The Bible code proves that the divine hand of God guided the ancient scribes and directed them to place certain prophecies within the text. The code provides firm scientific proof of the existence of God and his direction of earthly events. So Alex says, no, he say on that. He ain't down with that. Sean, where do you fall with that? What? What I, the stuff I just said. Do you think, you think that, uh, you think that God kinda had something laid out? You know, like he put a plan out? Not if there's free will. There's no fucking way. Yeah. That's true, actually. Speaking of free will, we got brave free will booting. Popping up into the boat. We got a, we got other guests. Another brother Ray, I think, will be popping in here in a moment. But, oh, uh, shit. Woo! Yeah. But, yeah. Hey. But there I think it's very interesting stuff that there would be some codes in there. Ray, you, you hearing me, Ray? I'm hearing you. Good to hear you, buddy. How you doing? Not bad. How about you? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. We're getting into some of this Bible code stuff, you know what I mean? Uh, you, you hip to the Bible code at all? What do you really, what do you know about the Bible code? Uh, controversy around it. Some rabbis were working on it and basically you look, they're looking for words that show up in a Bible. Supposedly the Bible will have, uh, all of history hmm. encoded in there. I mean, it, a non-Jewish version would be Akashic Records, the record of everything that's ever happened. The Jewish version is the Bible code. It is contained in the in the Torah and in the entire Bible. Uh, there's a code in there. You can access it. There used to be online a site you could go and you could actually do a search hmm. for, for specific things. And... Uh, what you got to realize when you search is you're also dealing with language differences and whether you're doing this on an old old Hebrew Hebrew scripture, etc. But yeah, there's a lot of things that have happened in history that are all in there when you use the code to break it down. Yeah. It's very interesting stuff. I know we got some predictions we're going to talk, talk about towards the end. Ray, have you ever tried to uh, decode anything on that website you were talking about? I put my name in. It came up four times in the Old Testament. No shit, really. So that was kind of like, I I wish I still had that site. I don't know if it went down or what happened, but uh, this was, this goes back several years ago when I was working. Uh, I was doing some basically Bible studies with people out of Israel. 
and I picked up a lot of information there. And I got a got a hint as to where to go if I wanted to look into the codes. But I very much regret losing that that site. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's still up there somewhere. Probably got shut down. Yeah, it probably got shut down. Yeah. I, it was it was kind of accurate on some of the uh, current events. You could look back like several years ago and say, "Whoa, wait a minute, <laughs> that's in there." Yeah, that's what. It, well, when people argue the Bible, that that's one of their. I think the best arguments that they have is that there's so much. There's some stuff in you know the stuff in the Bible is actually. You can actually point to things that that happened in real life type deal. You know what I mean? That reflects. Well, a lot of people, even those that follow the Kabbalah, the mystical branch of Judaism, everybody says there's multiple layers to it. There's the stories, there's the history, there's the hidden meanings, there's the teachings, there's the mysticism. It just goes deep, 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 deep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we got the Ailahu Rips. That's the dude's name, believe it or not. Uh, he's an Israeli mathematician and one of the leading experts on group theory. Together with Daron Witsum and Yahuv Rosenberg, they discovered the secret Bible code. Rips and Wisdom entitled their original paper on the experiment Equidistant Letter Sequences in the Book of Genesis. Although rabbis had discovered some parts of the code over the centuries, it was not until the advent of modern high-speed computers that the depth uh, and the intricacy of the coded information could be revealed. So kind of, so like when you, like, how do you get, how do you get the code? So like when you said you, you, you put your name in and you, you found it in places, would you just like put your name in? What's the coding? Like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out like how it takes your name and finds things. You know what I mean? I'm on so, a, I'm on a website right now. It's uh, hmm. the online uh, Bible code. Ezekiel Victor, it's actually searching up my name in King James's version of Exodus chapter 13 right now. So I'm just seeing, it, it's just generating to see if um, it's going through the chapters and generating to see if my name pops up and I don't know. But your name, your name in a code like Brother Sean ain't in the Bible. You know what I you, mean? You don't know that yet. Give me I remember. Second. I would have remembered that book. I would know about <laughs> that. That's my favorite character. You get him the, the, the famous book of Jonathan. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So well, yeah. One, one thing to look for when you're looking for a name, um, you've got to come up with since they're all Jewish texts, the Jewish equivalent name. So when I was, I forgot. I actually forgot what that was. I have it written down though. Should have written the uh, site down as well, but what my name would be in ancient Hebrew. Yeah, they have selected uh, literature on here, and they you have uh, you can choose English, Hebrew, Taiwanese, all of them. There's there's at least uh, forty different languages on here. I would probably say that whatever uh, algorithm they're using, whatever program it is that you put in the language you want, it's going to convert and look for the appropriate uh, corresponding name. I'm telling you, it's taken a while. It's been searching for about 45 seconds. Still going. Going back uh, 45 billion years, Sean. Bro, that's, you know. I like it. Yeah. Now, to gain access to the mysterious code, the mathematicians first arranged the 304,805 Hebrew letters of the first five books of the Bible 
the Torah into a large array, removing all spaces and punctuation and running the words together one after another. Then a computer search for matches in all the directions for names, words, and phrases hidden in the text. Rip, uh, Rips and his associates ran a test in which they set out to see if the code could pick out the names of the 66 rabbis who had the longest entries in the various Jewish annals. The computer program found all 66 names embedded in the Hebrew text, together with either the rabbi's birth or death dates. Interesting. Is this one of those things that you think that, that, that if you keep looking, you find, or... What do you what do you think? What do you guys think? It's like it's very uh, very interesting stuff. It's all it's like um, I almost think of it like a lock. Like they keep doing the combination until you eventually open up the lock. You know what I mean? It's almost something like that. Maybe maybe not. But now, some some yeah. people do. Some people put it down saying you can use any book and you can find what you want. That's yeah. going to be how you, that's going to be how you write your program. It's a lot's going to depend on that. Yeah, and I I, lo- I love the idea of this. So, like, how do you, I'm just I wonder how like did they I know they they break it down and it's just all like ups and downs, you know what I mean? It's like, but how do they, I wonder how they get their actual thing now? In test after test, the Bible code found people uh, people places and inventions that did not come into being until three thousand years after the ancient Hebrew text had been recorded. You know, which brings the supernatural element to it, of course. Months before the start of the Gulf War, the researchers found the message fire on the third Shabbat, January 18th, the exact date that Saddam Hussein chose to fire Scud missiles at Israel. Uh, the word, the words Hussein, Scuds, and Russian missiles were all found encoded in those close matrix in a genesis, you know. It's almost, I also also want to bring up the fact that people, like, hire a people in power that can dabble into and have people look into this forum. I, I feel like they would, if they seen it, they would fall in line with it. What do you guys think about something like that? Uh, I think that they're concentrating on a way to try and manipulate it. Yeah. You know, that's the kind, like, because if, if it's almost like if you could say, you know, there was, there's this great ruler who's going to come and, you know, he, this, that, and the other thing is how you'll know who he is. And you, if you knew that growing up or whatever, or heard of this lore or like this, whatever, you would kind of, if you wanted to be that person, you could almost kind of fit yourself into that box in a way, you know what I mean? But I, the, the fact that things link up, I, that's the one I can't get my head. I, that's the the tricky part that can't be fake. You know what I mean? The fact that it should, it, it somehow lines up correctly. Well, what uh, some of the naysayers they say, well, you could use any current book, but a current book with the right program could probably bring more current events up. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's accurate or not. But what I was thinking about is, if you have something, let's say it is from the Torah. It's over 2,000 years old, and there is no reference in there of missiles or Russia or anything, mm-hmm. and they can find it. Then it's like, oh, what else is in there, and how do we find it? Or do we even want to know? That's big. That's a big question right there. Do you even want to know? 
you know, I, I do feel that certain there's there's probably certain knowledge out there that we shouldn't know about. Even in the, I know me and Ray were talking recently about like the seal thing and how like, um, you know, I always heard that there were seals like the seven seal and stuff like that, that like once it's opened, things happen. There's also like the talk of like, we were talking about how like supposedly there's a seal that there, there's some might not be a seal, but something that if you look at, you die supposedly. Like you're not supposed, like it's the end of the, it's like the date of the end of the, this could be my childhood. Like my child imagination mixed with church teachings, but I want to feel that there. I, I want to say that there was supposedly some a seal or some type of letter or something that, if you if you look at it, you'll you get to see like something great that nobody else knows, but costs you your life because you're not supposed to look at it. And people would look at it and then like would die after looking at it. Kind of like the brown note. Yeah, maybe I watched too many animated children's movies <laughs> as a kid or something. But uh, I know, of course, the Demi Moore flick, The Seven Seal, or The Seven Sign, I think. What is it? It's a seal. It's a seal, I think. Uh, seven Sign. Is it The Seven Sign? Yep. All I remember is a uh, simple Jack gets killed at the end. That's that's what brings on the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I love Simple Jack. Legendary. He's going to be presidential. Presidential. Uh, he's got Behold the Pill podcast as well. Now, control texts. All right, this is what they do. Such as the Hebrew translation of war and peace were searched and nothing but random words were found. According to Rips, only Hebrew Bi- only the Hebrew Bible may be used um, for according to tradition. God gave the characters to Moses one at a time with no spaces or punctuation. However, in 1997, the mathematician Brendan McKay, among others, found countless predictions in War and Peace uh, and several other books. Yeah, so, like, I don't know, like, a piece of me thinks that it's kind of like if you go just go looking, much like everything. If you just go, if you really want to find something, you go looking and looking and looking and looking, you'll eventually stumble into something. You know what I mean? I get that vibe a little bit. Yeah, I'm kind of, I feel that. And when they talk about books of literature coming in, I feel like it's, they're, they're looking. It reminds <laughs> that room 2327 movie they made or whatever it's called years ago, they made about the shining and uh, they were trying to link a whole bunch of things to it, and they were pushing so hard. They were like, it was all weird shit that didn't, like, wasn't just, like, far-fetched stuff. Um, not saying this is that. Not saying this is that. But it's very interesting stuff. And when you, when you bring the literature books into it, um, it, it brings in questions as well, you know what I mean? Then you would have to say that these these authors... Some people will say, will, will, will theorize that a lot of those big authors were actually groups of people and not actually one person. I've heard that stuff about like Shakespeare and some of the other really big peoples. It, it was almost a group of writers and they all like, one of them took credit that bill. Fucking thieves, the whole lot of them. But they were in cahoots. They were in cahoots. They were probably I, I've paid heard handsomely. Yeah. I've heard that one too. They all get together. They take turns or put these books out there, and they put it out under some some name to just pull it, pull the wall over on people. Yeah, you know, it's a, but then you're getting into all types of discussion of how much influence 
that, you know, these really great people of literature and great filmmakers and musicians, like how much of, how much do people actually have their hand in that from like, like maybe an unsavory source, you know what I mean? Like a dark, a darker human entity, not like a supernatural, but like, a, you know, like almost like an Illuminati type vibe. You know what I mean? If you got enough, if you, if you hold enough influence over big enough people, that's what, then you catch their attention, I think. And then they would try and use you as a tool. You know what I mean? And when I hear about the literature and stuff like that being tied into some type of code, that's what I, that's where my brain goes with that stuff. Well, historically, uh, I mean, the mod electronics, it is modern. It's like, you know, the last century or so, and that's it. Yeah. All that writing, all those ages, that was how you tapped people's minds. You shaped them. You made them, uh, you gave them something to believe in or to think, a way of thinking. Yeah. And anybody who was interested in power that didn't tap that would have been a fool. Yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, I think that there, there's a lot of seekers, you know what I mean? I think a lot of people were seeking behind the scenes. Um, right, 1994, Rips, uh, Rips and his colleagues published a paper in the Statistical Science Journal that passed three levels of their secular peer review. Their work was later confirmed by mathematician at Harvard, Yale, and Hebrew University. It was replicated and confirmed by Harold Gans senior code breaker at the U.S. Wow. Uh, Department of Defense. I need to get Billy Mitchell, the King of Kong, on here to try and crack this code. We'll see some of that going. Um, it was uh, replicated and confirmed by our boy Harold, you know. Since publication, re- research had indicated that the hidden code exists throughout all the books of the Tanakh in the original Hebrew, you know what I mean? That's one of them, yeah. It's a T-A-N-A-K-H. You know what I mean? I was struggling with the Hebrew. Now, in 1997, Michael Drosnan's The Bible Code hit bestsellers list with its provocative claim that the Hebrew Bible contains a very complex code that predicted events uh, which occurred 3,000 years after the ancient texts were first written. Among the startling examples given were the discovery of the name Hitler, and close by it, the terms evil man, Nazi, and enemy, and slaughter. So, I mean, that's kind of a big one. I, that, you know, that's something that could kind of pop up if you get if those words are next to each other. You know what I mean? But, you know, Hitler, Hitler is like, a, you know, slaughter is the one that could pop up. You got to figure the things that wouldn't like Hitler, like, like, it's not even a word, it's a name, first of all. You know what I mean? Um, but evil man, yeah, evil man, Nazi, enemy, and slaughter. What do you think about something like that? What do you think about that? What, just find it in the Bible somewhere? Yeah, the fact that that's up in the Bible. And uh, got to go look at the Bible, and now we got to do word search for the word Nazi. <laughs> That's what it is. It's uh, pretty much Wordle. It's like Wordle. It's like yeah. See who gets the most Wordle. points. That guy. He won. Now, when Eichmann, Eichmann himself, when Eichmann, Adolf Eichmann, in 1906, uh, and died 1962, the man Hitler named to mastermind the extermination of the Jews was found. The words ovens, extermination 
in Zyklon B, which of course is the, the gas used to execute the Jews, uh, was embedded nearby. Just, just picture him going like, yeah, we're going to put Zyklon B in here. I, well, I mean, yeah, I can only imagine looking on the face when they found this for the first time, dude. They were like, ah, oh, we finally found something. Ah. Quick, send a telegram to Margaret. <laughs> you got that right. But yeah, I mean, it, it is, a, it's quite a coincidence. Um, I'm still torn whether or not, I'm still torn. I'm still torn. Because like, it's, you know, with the computer, it's faster, it is accurate, and it cruises through and, but I don't think that, you know, I don't think that it's not impossible for a computer to get manipulated as well. You know what I mean? Um, the Bible could also contain information regarding the assassination of both JFK and Robert Kennedy and their assassins. Drosnan also found word clusters with more positive uh, connotations. For example, a test for Shakespeare found his name embedded with the, uh, with presented on stage. Macbeth and Hamlet nearby. Beethoven appeared near German composer Wright Brothers near airplane and Edison near electricity and light bulb. Rips had since distanced his research from Drosnin's and emphasized the futility of attempting to predict the future from the code. What is this guy's definition of near? That's true. Like, well, I kind of found, uh, Einstein, and there's H2O like 80 pages later. That's, That's kind of near. It's kind of near. Uh, very the, uh, true, yeah. The samples I saw, yeah. uh, if you just visualize a piece of paper in front of you, let's say there's mm. three paragraphs, and the name pops up in one, and a couple lines later, a line or two later, uh, like you'd have Hitler shows up, a line or two later, there's another word, uh, murderer, for instance, whatever the words were. They show up with, like within the same paragraph, usually within two to three lines. That's what they consider near. Sometimes same line, but that's unusual. So See, that's is, crazy. And it's crisscross, true. So like, so it's either crisscross, almost like, uh, like checkers would be in a way, kind of. If, if, sometimes it's like a word game. You know, find the word. And yeah. Then you find a word going down, and then another word, one letter, and a word shoots off in another direction diagonally. I got that. that. I got that game on my uh, that game app on my phone, <laughs> actually. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, I mean that's it's it's it's. It, I mean it's it's quite crazy. There's all types of weird coincidences that happen. You know what I mean? In life, I feel like I'd be more entitled to believe it if like all the Nazi words formed a swastika. <laughs> that would be that's that's in the future like a braille type situation um i i i'm I'm a little torn i will say because like it it is it is it eerily does link up but like sean said i'd be curious if it was within a couple like a couple lines like you were saying ray i'd definitely say there was something up and like what? is it there you know, the, the the big question is, like, are these there to try and prevent the situations? You know what I mean? I know, like, in a certain, the, the, like, 9-11 was brought up in one we might get into a little bit, but, like, do you think that these are here for, to try and people, hopefully people will find it before they happen type deal? What you, what do you guys think is, 
that. Why they're there. Might be taking the Bible into the bathroom for a crossword search. That's kind of like the vibe. See what I can come up with. If I go in there and turn to a random page and it says poop, I'm going to freak out. Well, I bet poop's in there, not to, not to be foul, not to be wild. Uh, Drosnin, who says that he is uh, uh, an, an agnostic and an objective journalist, states that his belief in the Bible code was confirmed when a fanatic's bullet killed Israeli Prime Minister Yitzhak Rabin in 1995. Drosnin states that he had uh, seen the assassination forecast in the code a year earlier and had, had even war- warned Rabin of the danger. Hmm. That reminds me of when George Bush was warned about 9-11 happening and it happened type deal. He made a lot of money. Yeah. It's one of those deals. I mean, when, when you're in those, in the situation of like that, I'm sure every day people are coming to you saying, Oh, I heard this. I've seen that. I had a vision of that. You need to be careful. You know what I mean? After a while, you would just pay no attention to it until that fateful day. You should have paid attention to it, of course, but. Yeah, it's very interesting. You know what I mean? Um, did we get? Did everybody give their opinion? I'm curious of like why. That's a that's the big question. Why for the Bible code? Is it something to prove? Is it to prove? Is it to prove that it's real by showing people things that happened before it happened, or is it there because people were supposed to find it to prevent Hitler from happening, prevent 9/11 from happening? You know what I mean? What do you guys think of that? Um, I mean, honestly, yeah, I would not be surprised that they have that in the Bible, not for someone to prevent it from happening, but to give validation that this is the word of God. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 if, if you can, you know... But how would they know? If it was just to give validation, how would they know about these things? Well, the thing is that they don't. Are you trying to say, like, to prove that there's a God? Because I know your stance. Well, I mean, the thing yeah. is that you can go through and, and look at, at, at all these things as as uh, proof of, you know, them... Uh, you know, uh, predicting the future of, of, and you can connect these and say, well, this means this, and this is what this is, uh, is alluding to. But then again, a lot of times, uh, you don't know exactly, uh, when, like I said before, when you are dealing with a, a piece of work that has been you know, translated from different languages throughout uh, the world and have had many different chefs in the kitchen, you know, pulling out what they want, putting in what they, uh, leaving out what they don't want, putting in what they do want. Mm -hmm. And the fact is that some words that we can connect is, oh, this is relaying or relying and pointing towards that they knew about Hitler and what Hitler was going to do. But you can also look at the same words and in a different language, it might mean something differently or allude to something else. 
Yeah. When the fact is that one thing I've learned, uh, you know, reading books and, and, and studying things, especially when I was in college, is that you can have a piece of work and give it to one person and they tell you that this is exactly what this book means, what the author is trying to tell you. And then you take someone else who's reading the exact same thing and give you a whole different viewpoint on the same text. Uh, so yeah. the thing is that uh, if there was someone that, let's say, uh, let's say someone, uh, 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 World War Two happens, Everyone knows about Hitler. I would not be surprised if whoever's in charge of printing out the Bibles go up to someone and says, hey, how about we go in and slip this in? Right? Everyone assumes that the Bible is exactly the same from the first Bible to now. I mean, when people read the Bible, they're like, oh, this is exactly what was written how many years ago. Yeah, and the fact is, how many that. different renditions and re-editing and re-publishing uh, of the Bible has there been throughout the decades? Well, that, that I would not be surprised if those in charge, you know, something happens and they decide to slip it in as yeah. a Easter egg, as, as kind of a thing to... If someone goes as far to dissect the Bible and find this information, okay, I wouldn't be surprised that they slip that in to give the uh, belief that, well, if it's in the Bible, if you uh, find out the code, then maybe uh, maybe God did have a, a uh, hold on what was going to happen and tried to send us messages through the Bible. Even though the fact is the Bible's been written by a bunch of people, humans, yeah. throughout all these years. I mean, God himself did not come down and actually write the Bible. People did. That is a scary thing when you think about that. I mean, yeah. I mean it's, it's, I a believe, it's a possibility. I mean, I believe, I believe God says, and Ray, you might be able to help me on this one. I believe God, had, there's a quote somewhere where God says not, not to trust fellow man or something like that, right? <laughs> there is, isn't there? Yeah. If, if not, pretty close. Yeah, Actually, sure they, yeah. If you, if you look at the original people who worked on the Bible code. Yeah. Uh, they were Jews, including a rabbi, and they were using the old text. And the old Hebrew, uh, they weren't using the King James. A lot you see online right now, they use King James version. They use others. Yeah. The original, the original research was was done by Jews, including rabbis in Israel, on old text, which is the part that makes it seem. How did it come up with something that happened two thousand years later? As far as editing, that's that's whenever something goes from language to language and there's a translation that happens. But I think that with the old text that they were using yeah. and, and being Jewish themselves and having being scholars and the understanding of it, I think it, if you go solely with their work, not something that someone may come out with in six months, if you go solely on their work, then there's some big questions in there. How did it happen? Mm. 
Because that's a big move. Like, going in and just switching it in is kind of like for, what Alex was saying. Like, doing it just to, for trickery. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, the thing is, I am i don't have any proof or anything like this. I'm just thinking of that as a possibility. Another because, break. I mean, I would not be surprised uh, of anything that is, is done. If, if someone can manipulate a piece of what people consider... Yeah. Um, holy text. If someone can manipulate it to give an illusion and, and bo- bolster the belief that this is unfallible, this is yeah. something that, you know, God definitely had an involvement with because he predicted these things to happen. I think that is an inter, uh, a, a thing that's, uh, you know, to look into. I mean, if they got the original text and, they did the uh, the is, but then again, the the question I have is, what is the exact original text? Because I know that for years it was all oral, and and it was then passed down to a group of people, then then reworked it and reworked yeah. it, and and cut out uh, the stuff that you thought was not needed, and and boiled it down. I mean, I mean it's. Yeah. I mean, it's like when you're looking at, uh, at at Nostradamus that uh, a lot of people, you know, saying, oh, well, he predicted this and that. But if you yeah. read the the uh, read everything, you can also argue that it could also mean something else. I mean, it's uh, there's a lot of interpretations. I mean, they might be right. They might have found something that definitely alludes to, you know, Hitler many years before he became in power. But, yeah. I mean, it's... I mean, unless they but actually so, had some like, time traveled back there, but so, I have a hard time believing. you got to figure it's so... Religion is such a big thing that it would be so risky. People would definitely be putting their lives on the line to go in there and ruin their family name, the whole deal, things people cared about back in the day. You know what I mean? Like... It would be an issue if they got caught. So, like, I, they would, I guess, if they were doing it for what they thought was the real deal. Well, I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, their life. there's two but things. I had a question. Yeah. I had a question I've been trying to ask for 20 years, but I've been letting you go. That's okay. So, you can wait another 20 years. No, I can't. I'm on a young man. I'm not a young man. I'm not a spring chicken anymore. Uh, yeah. It brings up a great. It does bring up a great question of with so many things being done. You know, maybe it's not even negative. Maybe it's trying to, you know, it's a, they're trying to be positive. But when do you guys think the last additions were made to the Bible? You know what I mean? Like, because I feel like nowadays people are so, they know it by heart. Like, if if they change some shit tomorrow and tried to just press them up as the the King James, there'd be people going, what the fuck? What is this? This ain't, this ain't the way it's supposed to be. So when do you think the last time it was able to be added to without people freaking out and it being an, an issue. That's a really good question. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. I, I you know, I had Hawk, Hawk, thanks for the fucking 20 year wait, dude. Yeah, hey, 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 I'm, I'm so. sorry. I mean, like I said, that <laughs> I'm... No, good man, good man, good man. I mean, it's, that's a good question, but when you have so many, you know, I mean, you were saying that the, the book, uh, the, the most like sold book uh, throughout history is the Bible. Bible, and and the fact is, yeah. I, I the question is, maybe maybe it is. Uh, you have uh, 
a lot of the people that know the Bible forward, backwards, and inside out. And they they would love to be martyrs that if you changed it, they would love to die to fight you to change it back. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, the fact is, uh, the even when you have some of the people that consider a uh, uh, spout themselves mm. as diehard, you know, followers of the Bible, and you look at the, uh, what they're talking about and the interpretations they come up with, yeah, it is so off the wall. I mean, uh, and 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 the fact is that if if someone slipped in even a an A or apostrophe or something that that can change the meaning of a sentence. Yeah. I mean, those pe- uh, uh, people that, you know, a- expound on these things, you know, take it up and use it as like, see, this this proves exactly what I've been saying all these years. Yeah. And, and the fact is there's so many times I hear people who exp- expound on different lines of the Bible as, you know, uh, solid proof that what they believe is true, but it's only a, 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 um, uh, a, a specific part. They don't give you, like, the whole sentence, which yeah. then negates what they're trying to prove as fact. I mean... You brought up World War II earlier, and that, yeah. that, I, I think it would have been, I think that even would have been too soon for them to switch things around. Well, I mean, I mean, the fact is that it you when when people you can switch things around without like taking out full things of text. You can take a I sentence agree. and just remove one word and give yeah. it a whole new meaning. Amen, brother. I agree, hundred ten percent with that. Yeah, for sure. And again, I mean, I don't know if they did this. It's just an idea. Just it's just that. My problem is when people say that this this is you know exactly how this is exactly from the word of, of God, uh, exactly from the mouth of God. I mean, mm-hmm. unless God Himself came down and actually wrote the Bible Himself, not man, then it's well, not the, the word of God. It's a tricky thing where it's all handed down stuff. It, there are people that you could. There are people that, depending on what side of the street they're standing on, you would call them crazy or a prophet. You know what I mean? So, like, there's situations like that where you got to kind of take into consideration. And, uh, but yeah, it's very interesting. And, uh, I, I got a, uh, I got yeah. a, st- I got a statement from, uh, Thomas Nelson Bibles. Uh, okay. until now, the standard King James version has been the revision of the 1769. The New King James Version became the fifth revision in 1979 when the New Testament released. Psalms followed in 1980, and the full Bible became available in 1982. What? For the revisions. Oh, I was, was going to say. I remember being revi- around before 1982. Yeah, right. <laughs> Some of the revisions come about, uh, if you go, you go back, you had the Jerusalem Bible, and then you had the New Jerusalem Bible. What they did is, uh, originally the Jerusalem Bible came out in French. You had French scholars. They went as far back as they could looking at old scripture and doing a translation from the oldest sources they could find at the time, um, figuring that they were more accurate. Yeah. The problem was when the English 
when the English version came out, they translated from the French. So you had the older Aramaic and Hebrew that went into French, and then the French that went into English. The New Jerusalem Bible, you've got scholars together, and it was done about 20 years later. They went back, looked at everything that they had before and anything that they, they could find since then. They made a direct translation from the Aramaic and Hebrew into English. But each time they do that, they announce what they're doing and how they did it. And in the New Jerusalem Bible, it's thorough enough that you might get to a certain point and they give you a word. And if you follow the footnotes, you're going to find in the footnotes underneath that that word was used two different ways in that time, depending upon the words next to it. Mm -hmm. So once you get into the scholar end of it, you start getting a lot of, okay, it could have been this or it could have been that, depending upon how it was used back then. So, yeah, even they they admit the, the word usage in an old uh, older civilization and a word usage now is very different. Sometimes uh, the same word can have two different meanings. Those are the, that's the last time I read one of those. Previous, when I was doing the studies, it was directly off of people that were going directly from the old Hebrew. Yeah. And it's a world of difference between a Middle Age King James uh, translation from a Latin that had both Latin and Greek in it that they got from the Hebrew. So, yeah, there, there are changes. Sometimes it's the knowledge of the people at the time. Sometimes it's a sloppy scribe writing something, putting an extra comma in. There could be tons of reading reasons, including who, depending upon who it is, you take the Nicene Council around 300 A.D. or C.E., whichever way you want to put it. Um, they got together because there were too many Gospels out there. There were over 40 of them. They brought it down to four, banned the rest of them, and went forward with that. Now, each time you get a different branch of Christianity that comes off, whether it's uh, Martin Luther and Lutherisms, whether different Protestant ones, they would all do a little picking and choosing and modifying. So if you take a standard Catholic Bible and you take one of the others, they're not a perfect match mm. because each one is comes out of an institution and they're trying to keep something going and they miss some of the original points of the older religion, what they were trying to say. Which was first written down, I believe it was during the Babylonian captivity, which would have been roughly 500 BC is when the oral tradition went into a written tradition. Yeah. You think they'll ever dip in in a drastic way? You think they'll ever... You think they'll ever go into the Bible and pluck out like the Adam and Eve story, you know, or something like that? You think they'll ever go that deep? Um, if you go, well, okay, we say Bible. If you read the creation story in a Christian Bible, it's different than in a Hebrew Bible. There are di there are differences in there. Part of it's translation. Part of it is the Christians reinvented certain events or modified yeah. things to support their story or their point of view, from the birth of Christ. So there there are differences in there um, already. Hmm. It's kind of, you always see like, uh, I, you always see like religious folks and like, you know, like the whole gender thing going on right now. You know what I mean? You always see them clashing heads. And I wonder if you'll ever, I wonder if we'll ever see a, a, a war like them combining together. 
and you go reading in the Bible getting revised almost in like now term, like what's going on now and stuff. You know what I mean? It'd be very interesting. And I almost couldn't say, dude, I feel like uh, the, the Bible could go Hollywood and straight do it. You know what I mean? I could see that happening. But you never know. Uh, you never do know, they say. You know what I mean? But as we as we wrap up, wrap this one up, what do you guys? What's your overall feel on the Bible code, Ray? You 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 hip to it, right? And it's very it's completely cool for people to have a difference of opinion and behold, we love that. But you 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 know what I mean? So how you feel? I don't know. I got questions about it. I'm keeping yeah. an open mind. Well, what I'm doing is keep keeping an open mind. A lot of like you, you mentioned about talking about the future, but then again, you start looking at quantum physics and there's time travel. And uh, when you make a decision, your life splits and you're actually in two, two dimensions at once. And then you go into esoteric things like Akashic records of everything. It all kind of blends in together and the code fits in. It even yeah. fits in with some quantum theories and other theories. So I'm going to say, okay, not sure, don't know. But whenever something new pops up on it, I'll take a look at it. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, I'm not sure. I don't know, but it's very interesting. Very interesting stuff. Do I feel like the the grand design, the big plan, is that elaborate that it could be there? I do think it could be. You know what I mean? But do, but I'm real torn. Like, I, the possibility. Like, I'm. More, you know what I mean? Like, I I believe that there's a possibility of it. I just don't know where it falls. Alex, how about you, bud? Well. I mean, I'm open to any any possibility. Um, I mean, it's I know this is uh, probably uh, 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 bad, but I mean, I I always look for the human element yeah. when it comes to these things. Okay, because I mean, when you're dealing with religion, you're dealing with something that a lot of people follow without question. And that's one of the biggest problems I have with re- religion. I mean, I'm all for spirituality, but when it comes to especially organized religion, and then you have a book, I mean, every religion has a book uh, that, you know, people, you know, people consider kind of the holy text. Yeah. And, and I always have a problem when someone says, well, this is the word of God. And the answer is no. No, it's not. Because God did not come down and write it. If God was the one who came down, wrote it and all that, then it's the word of God. You can uh, People argue that, well, it's God speaking through people, and that's you know how the word of God comes out onto the Bible. Yeah. And, and the fact is, if that's true, then... Where does free will come in place? Because you, you, now the way you're, you're making it sound is God is like a, a poltergeist that is taking over somebody's body and then, you know, uh, having them write the, uh, the words that he wants written, which, you know, we all know probably most likely isn't how, how it came. You had people that, you know, st- uh, studied or heard the oral text and they put it down. There's translations and all that. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, when it comes to seeing the future and all that, I'm always going to be a skeptic. 
Um, Because I have yet to see anything that proves it. Am I open to the possibility? Sure, but until there's some actual concrete proof on that, I think that if there is anything in the Bible code that is relaying to things that um, were going to happen years or decades before it actually happened, mm-hmm. it could be either uh, a mistranslation, whether it could be a translation that originally meant one thing, but you can also take it to mean another thing. Yeah. Um, again, I mean, what did you mean by the free will thing? Well, the thing is that if if God, if this was the word of God, okay, yeah. for me, when when someone says this is this holy text, this is the word of God, it has to be the word of God. It has to be from God Himself, not through a human uh, a person. Writing it down because then it's yeah. not the word of God because then God would have to take away free will of that person to write because whether the person's you know a good guy bad guy or somewhere in between everyone has their own agenda have their own prejudices their own beliefs even if they all believe the same God they might not always believe exactly what. You know, yeah. is set. So, I mean, when it comes to, so that if, person would would have would lose free. The actual person but, writing, you're saying, would lose. Free if will. if it was the word of God, then that person would have to have no free will, and God be inside them and write it. That's the only way this whole well, word of God like, thing works. I think it's like visions, right? Like like religious yeah. folks when they're 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 you're not familiar with this because you never went to church, but. I went to church every Sunday like most the, of my you get, life. You know, being you know, like being the you know, being in the 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 the, the room of God or the dude, presence dude, of dude, God. Dude. I think the, the thing so, about the, the thing about visions. Okay, going with uh, you, you're saying God gave them visions that helped them write the Word of God. I, like I, they're 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 worshiping or whatever. They're in a very deep holy place or whatever, and they get these visions, and then they put that okay. down. I yeah, think, yeah, but but I think. That's how it goes, I think. Okay, know? yeah, but but going that way, it still yeah. relies on the person, that individual person, to translate the visions into exactly what what they're supposed to be. I mean, unless yeah. the vision is like, "Hey, Sam, I am God. I want you to write these words: Thou okay, shall not you- kill. Thou shall not, you know, commit adultery." Unless that is the vision. Yeah. If there's some, like, you know, because there's so many times you're talking to people on Vision Quest, yeah. and 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 the thing is that, you know, they're interpreting it. And the fact is, you know, one person could have one vision interpreted one way, and another one has the exact same vision interprets another way. Because you I, then, I you, you're still stuck on the free will thing. I got and, you. And that... When you said free will, I thought you meant like mankind and not not the person who had to write it. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, if like I said, if we're going because with the fact the free that will, free, yeah, the free the, will if, if the person the, has free will, then they can the either object. interpret the way that they think is correct, 
Or yeah. they can manipulate it if they decide to uh, go the other way. Yeah. But the fact is that if this is supposed to be 100% holy text, uh, word of God, there's no yeah. substitute, there's no way to interpret it other than this is exactly what God wants us to believe, God himself would have to either possess a person who's writing it or physically come down from heaven and write it himself. Because when when you are having someone writing down, you know, e- even if we're going with the idea that they had visions and this is the visions that they got to write these these psalms and these beliefs, okay, yeah. how can we be 100% sure that the vision that they had and the way they interpreted that vision was 100% correct? Well, isn't, isn't psalms mainly psalms? Hmm? Isn't the isn't Psalms the Book of Psalms? Isn't it mainly songs, or am I not, not correct? Uh, it's, it's mostly poetry. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, I mean, it's just how I I. That's why I always have a problem when when people are talking about you know something that is supposed to be the word of God, a word of someone else, unless that person himself that you are saying these are the words of, unless they actually do it, then you, you still have the problem. You're having someone interpreting no. something, whether it's visions, whether it's voices in the head, whatever, they're mm-hmm. interpreting what they, they've heard and believe and, 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 and trying to, even if they are a hundred percent committed to give everything right. I mean, it's, it's like a game of telephone. Unless you have the, have, have the being himself actually write it down, it's not the word of God. It's the word of Sam Jose interpreting what they believe the word of God is. It all boils down to that nasty little F word, faith. That's what it is. Hey, listen, as a wise man once said, I had faith in the fuck once and I shit my pants. Hey, well, there you go. Everybody learns a lesson the wet way. Yeah, but it's a faith thing. It all boils down to the faith thing. It's, it's do you believe or do you not believe type deal. And that was the free will thing I was going with, where like people got the free will to choose. You know? Well, yeah, people have the free will to choose. I but... thought that's what you were going for when you were like, "Well, if God wrote it, they they can't choose because they know it is what it is." I thought that's what you were going for. But you were not going for that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Again, this is just me spouting and 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 all that. Again, you know, listen to what I'm saying. I just you you get it all out here. You get it all out here, so you you can be you can you can come to God quicker and be forgiven for your mistakes. Well. Yeah, well, you we'll, we'll see. You get your grievances out on Behold the Pale. You get your grievances, but them out on Behold the Pale, and you open up your Yeah, door. this is my this is my um, confessional. Oh, I can't take that. All the things I've heard is too much. You're confessional. No, you're a good man. You wouldn't do anything bad. I can't, like I said, I mean, I just have a problem when you have someone saying this is supposed to be like holy text and, 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 and all that. But but it's still you can't you can't it, you can't negate the human human aspect. When you're dealing with humans, okay, yeah, you might have a bunch of people that truly believe and don't want to do harm and, and all that, but you're always going to have a few that are gonna manipulate it 
to their own ends. I mean, like Agreed. I said, supposedly yeah. the first thing that it had was, you know, uh, um, the, the scholars shall inherit the earth, and now that got changed to meek. Okay, that's one word. One word that's was changed good. that makes a whole big difference. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you completely. Uh, it's one of those, it's one of those deals. It's a faith thing. You know, when people read the Bible or they pray and they get in the spirit if you, or what have you, and they get, they, what the, the place they go to with it, it gives them enough joy to put their faith into it. You know what I mean? So like, I only have faith in one person. That's you, Matt. Oh, I appreciate that. But. <laughs> You're gonna get me. You're gonna put me on God's bad list. And uh, if he does come down for that, I want to go to that book signing. If he comes down, for that <laughs> stuff. yes. Uh, when God comes down, he'll he'll sign the Bible just for you and say, I, "Alex was wrong. This is the Word of God." I almost want to put that in a Bible for laughs. Like Alex was wrong, and then God, the God. Uh, <laughs> it's it's. What a collection for the, for the, for the book, for the bookshelf that'd be. But yeah, it's very interesting. It all boils down to the faith thing, I think. And it's like, you either have or you don't, you know what I mean? It's one of those things. And no, who's to say who's wrong? I wouldn't say anybody's wrong. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm a mere mortal. You know what I mean? But, uh, so by the end of this, I think we're kind of up in the air. I know Alex don't really get you. Were you more not believing in it? Or were you more like me and Ray not really knowing what's up with it? Um, right now, I mean, I'd have to go with that. It's all up to interpretations of fallible humans on the, on, 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 on that. So okay. I'm, I gotta say, I, I'm really not. I'm not uh, buying it. I mean, heck, I, I don't buy the Nostradamus uh, predictions either because I think there's a lot of what ways you, you can you, interpret it. We got we, we to wrap up, but real qu- predictions in general, what's your take on that? Do you think that's just Predictions luck? is, it's, again, my belief, predictions is like a coin flip, okay? okay. Yeah. Um, and if you can sit down and you can use flowery, uh, like, Imagery and symbolism and all that, you can write, use all those words to describe a scene. Mm -hmm. And one person will get one thing, one person will get another thing out of it. And, and the thing is, if you are searching for answers, you'll find answers. Okay? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I mean, I remember when I was in college, we had to read a book called Mrs. Dalloway. It mm-hmm. was a painful book to read. Mm-hmm. Okay. It had a lot of, it was supposedly filled with a lot of symbolism. Now the book was written by a woman, I believe, who was uh, suffering from schizophrenia, some mental illness. Okay. And when you read the book, honestly, you can see it because it hurt my head. Oh, really? But, I remember trying to talk to the teacher because we had a test and she had us try to uh, pick what did each one of the symbols represent in the book. And I flunked it. Okay? And I went up to the teacher and says, what's the code? What? How do I know that the rose in this scene means um, the, the, the love she had for this person 
instead of passions he had for another person. Yeah. Okay? How, how do I tell that the clock is talking about, you know, the things that she has lost, uh, that she felt like she uh, missed out on her past, then meaning, oh, getting ready for the future. Mm. There's a lot of different different ways of reading it. I mean, I mm. I did not understand it. I was pretty much so I was an idiot that I didn't catch it. And I was oh, like, uh, okay. Cool. Yeah. But mm. it's, it's, I mean, that's how, and people can say, well, this is the 100%, the translation, this is what it means and all that. But um, I watched the movie The Interpreter with Nicole uh, Kidman. And there yeah. was a point in there that she, uh, she made that I think is very true when it comes to um, words. Um, I think it was Sean Penn was the other guy who was like uh, a cop or FBI agent. And he was like, are you sure you translated correctly? She said, I don't translate. I interpret. Okay? She said that when you're dealing with so many different languages from all around the world that... You know, uh, one thing that might mean something in this language means something totally different in that language. And that's mm. just by the tone of, of it being used or how it's used in a sentence. Okay. Mm. And again, like I said, I mean, it's when it comes to language, when it comes to words and all of that, there's always many different interpretations and you can Again, you can argue that you know you have a scholar that knows um, the and the meaning and all of that, but uh, and there's there's always a chance that the way that the other person put it down didn't mean it like that for some mm-hmm. reason. I mean, one of the uh, biggest uh, uh, jokes uh, uh, I, I I had with a, a friend from New York is you know he's like. Forget about, it. and forget about it. You know they yeah, they man. use it as, as as meaning a whole different thing, like in every single uh, situation. And the fact is that yeah. is slang. That is the slang way of 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 that. Now, I don't know going back in time whether that word could have also had a slang use or slang meaning that. Mm-hmm that the person who was doing the text did not catch or didn't think that it related to it, but it could 100% change the meaning. Hey, forget about forget it. Forget about it. The calzones on this guy over here. Forget about it. Like I said, I mean, it's just, you know, just how I say, when, you de- when, when, you, yeah. Yeah, when you're dealing with people, when you're dealing with language that... Um, I- it's yeah, you know, it, it, like I said, I just you know. I'm with you, man. Yeah. Ray, what do you think? You want to say anything in closing? Well, two quick hits. Yeah. One, the Ten Commandments do not say thou shalt not kill. Oh, really? Okay. Direct translation from the ancient Hebrew: thou shalt not murder. Oh. oh. You were allowed to defend your family or yourself against physical harm if the other person died, that was not a sin because they initiated it. To murder someone was the capital offense, was the sin. So the culture, the language, the meaning at the time, but 
bringing it up into this century. If you're looking at somebody from DOD that did a verification, then you know that wasn't a simple favor. You know that DOD wanted those codes and wanted to access it and test it out themselves. So they now have the Bible codes. Hmm. Look out. That was heavy, yeah. I would love to hear what the other commandments, if they were changed up, because, yeah, you would assume society would mold things a little bit to to kind of... It it happens. It happens. It happens all all the time. I mean, there's a, a cl- two quick hits classics. I know you you've heard before. The ancient in Paleo Hebrew, the name of God is the everything. Yes. I mean, that's not taught now. God is actually given a name or called God. And they in the Bibles now they say the word was with God, and then the God the word went out in the ancient uh, again in the ancient Hebrew. We get word from the Greek when they made the translation. And it is yeah. like we have words. But in the ancient Hebrew is a completely different word. It means the energy or the essence. So they're saying God's everything and God's energy or essence is in everything. A nice simple concept. I think over the thousands of years, uh, you kind of messed around with it too much. But that's a little personal. But it does show that everything changes in time. It does. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the only, you know, only thing that doesn't change is the change. You know what I mean? Wow. This was a glorious episode, Ray. Great seat. You know what I mean? Glad to be here. Absolutely. Brother Alex, good to see you. Welcome back to, you know, the land where we live. We won't get too personal for people out there. And now, uh, Brother Jonathan out there, good seeing you. Yo. Cool beans. Go join the Patreon, Boombastic Streaming. You love, and we'll catch all y'all on our own little Bible code. Behold, behold, behold a podcast. Drosnan wasn't convinced and said, when my critics find a message about the assassination of a prime minister encrypted in Moby Dick, I'll believe them. Well, people did just that. You can find all sorts of coded messages in Moby Dick, including warnings about the assassinations of Indira Gandhi and JFK, among others. In 2004, satirist John Safran was able to find a coded message about the September 11 attacks in the lyrics of Vanilla Ice. What what have you got here? Well, here I found the New York and terrorist twin towers. I found 9-11, so it even has the date. I managed to find plot spoilers to John Wick in 1 Samuel 24. I found the same spoilers in Harry Potter 7. I was also able to find a message about September 11 and Twin Towers in The Goblet of Fire, which was written the year before 2001. So yeah, you can literally find hidden codes for just about anything in any text. So, no, it's not at all impressive that Genesis and Exodus contain the word Torah spelled out by skipping 50 letters. It's a statistical inevitability.